0: Today, we are talking about this process that I created over the past month or two for myself. And then I fell so in love with it that I was like, I must share. Um, It's been something that's been working really, really well for me. So I have taught it six or seven times in theory but this is my first time teaching it to a group. So any feedback would be super appreciated so that I can improve this process for you. That's one of my favorite things to do guys is create like systems and processes and like I nerd out all day long. So that's what we're doing today. Does anybody have anything that they came hoping to get out of today? So if you did, then that would also guide a little bit of how I teach. And if not, then we'll just get going. Melissa and Love, I'm glad you guys are here. Even if your cameras are off, it's all good. Okay. Perfect. Cause I'm not good with implementing systems. Um, I actually, I talked to Love about this yesterday. So we have already basically done this together. So you remember Actually, do you have a second? Can you unmute for a second? Um, So yesterday we talked through like what your core activities are gonna be just based on what's working for you, what you want to do, what, what feels good, what feels bad, all of that. And so now you know like the four or five things that you need to be doing every month Now that you know that, and that is what the end goal of this is, do you still feel like you will not be good at implementing systems and process? I don't think so. I think it before it was more like kind of trying to copy what I see or what I hear other people do and see if it sticks on me. Yeah. So this one is rated to me because of you. So I'm more willing to try it. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I'm actually really glad you brought that up because my one note right there is it says, the goal is to eliminate what we think we should do, what we think we're supposed to do and pick the things that are gonna move us the fastest, like our own personal journey. And I will also say, that some people are going to be further along in this process. Like you've been doing your art business for longer. And so you know more of what works than someone who is newer in the process and is learning what works. So at some points we are going to be doing some guessing and that's okay. Because when we have focused guessing, then we can actually get feedback from that data, from those results. And we can say, I do want to keep this. I don't want to keep that. And then recenter so part of this process is about the reflection of it all okay so i in order to do this we have to do a little journaling and i'm going to keep this part as short as we can because i also want to leave room for teaching but we can't do it without at least a little bit of reflection so what i'm thinking is I've got six or seven questions. I'm gonna give you 60 to 90 seconds for each one. Not very long. So essentially what you're gonna be doing is just giving your first impression, your first thought, not overthinking it. So that actually could be very helpful. And then later, if you wanna go back and add to it, think about it more, refine it, that's great. But for the point of this call, I don't wanna spend an hour journaling right? (laughs) Because I would get really bored standing here watching you guys and that wouldn't be fun for anybody. So if you have a baby and you can't write, maybe just mental note or voice message yourself. Um, What I like to do if I have no hands is I will open up like notes app or something and just voice memo. And it's kind of funky, like it doesn't do it perfect, but you can usually translate whatever it was that you said. So that might be helpful for you. Is everybody ready? And then if you are trying to work in your studio and you can't write or um, something like that, that's okay too, Just listen. Where did my, where did my, Oh, I lost it because of the Zoom thing.
1: Okay. Question number one. my time ready.
0: Do you guys want sixty seconds or ninety seconds? Sixty seconds. Raise your hand. Ninety seconds. Raise your hand.
1: half and half. What's the difference? Seventy-five. Okay.
0: First question is. How do people who buy from me the quickest tend to find me?
1: That actually felt like a long time. Is that long enough?
0: Yeah, cool. All right, question two. Why did my past clients choose my art over someone else's? Busy, we are doing a little bit of journaling for the first 10 minutes or so.
1: We'll have another question here in a second.
0: Okay, great. Casey, we're doing a little bit of journaling. We've got like five more questions. We're doing like 60 seconds each. So just quick and dirty. Question three, I'm about to give it to you. You can jump in with this one or you can get settled and get to the next one, whichever one works for you. Um, When people show interest in purchasing, and this one's gonna be a little bit hard, you're gonna have to guess, but what percentage of those turn into sales? And how might I increase that number?
1: Jessica,
2: can you repeat that again?
0: Yeah. So if someone shows interest in purchasing, like they say, oh, tell me how much that is or something like that. What percentage of those people end up turning into sales, even if it's over the long term? And how could I possibly increase that number? Maybe that's two questions. I'll give
1: you a little extra time. Maybe I need a little bit more time. All right. it looks like we're mostly done. So I'm going to keep going.
0: Remember, you can always come back. to this. <clears throat> And some of these questions, you know what? I'm going to break them down a little bit. This is just a yes or no. You don't need a lot of time for this one. Can I currently cover my expenses?
1: Yes, if you don't know,
0: go to either the Money Now or Consistent Income Curriculum. And go get the Know Your Number spreadsheet
2: one more question expense as in art business or life in general let's go both okay can
0: you repeat one question, are the? yeah can i, I can you my
1: cover or my potato chips
0: <laughs> can you currently cover your expenses not necessarily
1: your wants but your expenses If so, what project
0: should I take on to either create a larger audience, get better at nurturing processes, or create sales? And if you don't know the answer to this one, actually, I want to skip that one. If you don't, if you can't cover your expenses right now, how might you create a quick influx of cash? And we'll get back to the part A in a little bit.
1: First thought that comes to mind. You don't have to know the perfect answer. Okay.
0: What type of content do people relate to from me? That could be a type, like people really like my reels or my newsletter, or that could be they really like it when I talk about my dog, or it could be they really like it when I
1: show a process. What do people like from you? best answer, not perfect answer. Okay, also, Mindy, congratulations.
0: So, um, what type of personal interactions with me do people most appreciate?
1: Sorry, can you repeat that one?
0: Yep. What type of personal interactions with me do people most appreciate?
1: I'm super impressed with Olivia voice messaging, painting, and holding a baby all at the same time. All right. Am I going too fast? No, okay.
0: We've got two more. I said, I don't know what I said, but I probably lied to you, but we've got two more now. Um, What are my, strength? What am I good at? Not necessarily art making. I mean, you can throw that in there too, but like, I am good at interacting with people. I am good at creating systems and processes. I am good at, um, Not necessarily like the executing of those, but I'm good at thinking about them and deciding how they should go. So what are your strengths?
1: keep muting myself. Okay, last one.
0: How can I combine those strengths that I just listed with how I like to show up in the world?
1: 90 seconds, skip. Okay, journaling part of this is over. Does anybody feel like they learned something already? Where's everyone super confused? Or just waiting for the next part? Stacy, what do you think?
3: Um, so I was thinking just <clears throat> two things mainly, um, one thing that, um, the, the question about, um, people showing interest, and how I could increase that number. And I was thinking, I don't think people have enough opportunities to express interest really. So, mm. um, That's what I need to give people more opportunities, um, The other thing I was seeing was um, my strengths um, and the kind of content that people have related to the most don't really kind of, (laughs) they don't really work together very well. Like my strengths, um, so like my job is to write website content. So I'm good at that, I'm good at stuff. so things like that. Yeah, I'm good at those things. And but the things that people have related to the most have been when I have been on video, um, mm-hmm. when I've spoken, which they obviously don't go together. <laughs> so, well, you know, I can't. I mean, write not necessarily
0: more, but... because you said I know how to write website content. What if that you just turned some of that into video? Like yeah yeah that's true they can go together yeah I I know what you're saying that they don't but some of the my favorite websites that I've seen don't have a lot of text and have videos in them like little short snippets so that's a thing yeah. just say it
1: yeah yeah <clears throat> anybody else want to share Melissa
4: um I I mean, I feel like people buy, the people that have bought me from me are people I feel like that connect with me and I'm realizing, well, I think I already kind of knew it, but just keeps like coming back to you. I don't feel like people that don't actually know me in person know me. I don't feel like I've allowed Mm. people to know me, but I do feel like one of my strengths is like openness and vulnerability with people, but it's tends to be in person. And the idea of doing that with strangers on Instagram or my newsletter or whatever feels I never know how much like I haven't figured out how to do that in a way that feels safe but also um
2: what, like how to connect so
0: okay so i'm just going to give you a little nugget that you can go run with but um the there's two types of content creation inside of the curriculum the first one talks about Like, what are the three values that you want people to relate to around you and around your art? And you can get super vulnerable around those things without saying my husband and I were fighting this morning, or I did something bad that I wish I shouldn't have. Like, you don't have to like share details, share all the vulnerable parts of yourself. But if you can share from a place of like, this is who I am. This is what I care about. This is what I'm thinking about this is why I make this decision, this is why I make that decision, that still can be very vulnerable.
4: Yeah.
0: And like choosing a couple of main topics yeah. that you want to be vulnerable around can give you a, a nice little container to feel safe inside, I think. Thanks.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, anybody else? One more?
1: So one. Um, oh, I
5: Jen. feel like I feel like uh when you when you ask like what kind of content do people usually like from me
1: mm-hmm.
5: so with my sewing pattern business my newsletters seem to do pretty well but now I've got all these people on this email list and I'm not I'm not like that's not where my heart is anymore you know what I mean yeah um so like like I don't know I'm kind of in in limbo, like between audiences, and some of them have followed, you know, like followed me to this new space, and some of them haven't. But like, um, I, so on, I think it was Sunday or Saturday. I don't know. I posted a reel on Instagram that kind of showed like where I started and when I was drawing, and like where I'm at now and whatever. Um, Two people watched it. <laughs> Oh, no comment. It doesn't me. mean it's like when don't, I show up on video, they just
0: completely ignore me. <laughs> don't take that like to me and like video does not work for me simply because all the like algorithmic things like this video versus that video, this one might go like super well for you and this one might not. So you got to give yourself enough data to pull from. Mm-hmm. But kind of veering off just a little bit Again, little nugget, one, are people still entering that sewing email list? Um,
5: not really, not often. No.
0: Okay, so you don't need to worry about that. Um, how many opportunities have you given them, told them about the new thing to come over to the new thing? Mm. My guess is one to
4: three.
5: Yeah, I don't know, so lately, Well, the last newsletter I sent out was like, just before Christmas, because I had done like three new sewing patterns. Um, And, but I also like shared my holiday cards and like the art I was doing and whatever. I did get one bulk card order out of it, but um, yeah, so I mean,
0: yeah, probably not many. (laughs) Um, I want you to this is one of those biggest opportunities for growth moments we're going to talk about in a second, but like if you wrote a series of five newsletters that somehow relate to why they're following you in the first place, but relate that to I'm moving out of this space and into this space and you're probably not going to hear from me unless you come with me moments, like one a week of those five weeks or so. I just made that number up, but you have an audience already. So that's a big opportunity for growth over here is pulling them with you. Okay. So now I'm gonna say that part of me wishes I had created these questions to directly correlate to the next part. And part of me is glad that I didn't. And here's why. Because while they all are related, I think that the way that I ask the questions is gonna help you think outside the box better than if I had just really super said the thing I want you to get to. So the next thing that we're gonna do, is we're gonna pull up a little chart. And we're gonna look, we're not quite to the decide part. Maybe I should just say brainstorm. But we're going to look at both our answers for our content and our what I call relationship marketing. You might think of that as like grassroots marketing or like person to person. That all of those kinds of verbages. But what I want to do, actually, I think I'd like a volunteer or two to help me um, to fill these out based on the answers that you have. Does it, let me. See stop sharing so I can see that. Anybody interested in doing that? Just raise your hand. Let's see one. Well, one more and Daisy. Okay, got Jen and Daisy. Jen, we're gonna talk about your content. Daisy, we're gonna talk about... Actually, yeah, we're gonna do that. Um, okay, so Jen, here's the two pieces that I want you to think about. Biggest opportunity for growth is one first problem to solve is the other. So it's almost like biggest opportunity for growth is the thing that you're already good at or already have your assets, all of that. Your first problem to solve is like, this is the thing I need. This isn't working or I need this to work. or I need this piece in place and I don't have it yet. And we're not necessarily going to create activities from all of this. We're just trying to make sense of what we just put on paper in a random pattern, right? Okay, so when we are thinking about content and how people find us,
1: so visibility,
0: where do you think you are succeeding the best at that currently?
5: in person like shows
0: okay so technically what you just said i would put some x's here because we don't really have anything really working for us right there you would be putting that right here shows
1: because this is mm,
0: there's a little bit of room for argument here but I consider shows more of that relationship marketing because you are sitting there talking to people, right? Okay. You are also just being in front of them and you could consider that content if you want to get really specific, but I'm not going to be nitpicky like that.
5: Okay, so for content, I mean, I guess I would say my website, but like I haven't I haven't taken the time to put um, things up that people can actually buy like straight from my website.
0: So when you say that, Does that mean people are finding your website without your help? Without you saying, hey, go to my website. No, no. (laughs) Okay. So they are finding We're again, we're going down here. So they're going to your website because you're saying, hey, check out my website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the moment, and this is okay, like there's a lot of room to play in here. At the moment, as far as visibility goes, we don't really have any content working for us. Okay, so what about, you said your newsletter for your sewing venture resonates pretty well. What about your art venture? Are you, I I didn't quite catch what you were saying. Did you just, do you not send it or you don't have anyone on that list or like what's going on over there?
5: Yeah, so I don't I don't have anybody that's specifically on on a on a list just for my my painting work. Mm. Um other than gotcha. the companies that I've been emailing for two years. Right. Yeah. companies, but not like specific people.
0: That's okay. That works too. Some people work better working alongside I have different names for them depending on what they're what you're doing with them but like collaborators or influencers or super connectors like that's not a bad business model that's okay In fact sometimes that works even better So you have a newsletter that you send out to these companies who have or will potentially be interested in your in licensing your art
5: Well, I don't have a newsletter. I just send out like a personal email.
0: What if we're looking at biggest opportunity for growth here at the moment? What if we created one? You are already doing individual reach outs. We're not saying don't do those. Right. But if we had a monthly newsletter that we sent out to anyone who said, yeah, I'd be into that. Go ahead and sign me up.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: that creates an additional 12 points of contact with all of those people what do you think about that
1: does that feel good feel bad um i'm a little i'm a little indifferent
0: <laughs> indifferent okay tell me more what might in your opinion feel good for you since our current, you're, you and I have been talking about finding more companies to license your art. That is your current focus of your marketing plan. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So if we're thinking about nurturing those people, as far as content goes, is there anything that does feel good?
1: Um, Not really, because I've just been getting a bunch of no's. <laughs>
0: Him. is that true?
1: Yes, it is.
5: I get more no's than yeses.
0: <laughs> duh
5: Um, I mean, I have had I I did I have had a, a little bit of success, but you know, it's
1: not where I want it to be, I guess.
0: Okay. Side note coaching. <laughs> You want it to be here, (laughs) I do too. (laughs) But we're starting here and we've gotten here and we've gotten here, we're working that way. Yes. It's virtually impossible to jump from here to here. Mm -hmm. I know. But part of the way you jump quicker is by nurturing. Yes. So what is an additional way that would work for you, maybe in line with your strengths, mm-hmm. how you like to show up in the world, where you could be in front of these people more often, right. without uh, individually uh, reaching out a million times.
5: Right, I, I mean, a monthly newsletter is good, but I, I've i been trying to do a monthly like individual email. Oh. Um. But I've also thought, I've also pitched around the idea in my head of sending like an actual physical postcard, you know, mm-hmm. get art on it.
0: Um, yeah. What feels better for you, physical or digital?
1: Um, I guess the
5: physical has more of that personal connection, you know, like mm-hmm. I actually spent the time to write a little something on the card and actually put their address on. On it, you know what I mean? Like it's it's more personal.
0: So here's what I want you to write down here. Okay. That we need to create a nurture sequence. And some of that includes postcards. Okay. Ooh. I'm going back to content though.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So if you look at the way that I teach it, it's either 50% content and 50% relationship marketing, but that could go as high as 75% 75% relationship marketing to 25% content marketing, just depending on you. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you really value that individual personal touch. So we're gonna go a little higher on this side, mm-hmm. but if we don't have any content, right? we are working ourselves to the bone and not giving other people opportunities to see us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we don't find new people unless we're just constantly searching them out.
5: Right. And that's kind of that's kind of I kind of feel like that's where I'm at because um you know, I'm I'm constantly searching for new companies and who in that company to send, you know.
0: Yeah, which is set. a lot of work.
5: Yeah. And I feel like I'm just like spinning my wheels constantly.
0: Okay, so we need something to help you feel like I've got a little bit of- Traction. Traction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we also talked about the things that you wanting to sell the most. The number one is that um, animal illustrations. Mm-hmm. So the newsletter is based around animal illustrations. Okay. I'm picking newsletter for you for right now and it can be changed. But I think that that makes the most sense. And if you decide, you know what, I don't want to write a newsletter, I would just want to send postcards. dang it, Jessica, (laughs) then the newsletter becomes postcard monthly. (laughs) That's fine, too. I'm not like hardcore one way or the other, but I'm thinking like, let's not put a whole another expense on you. yet.
3: Right.
0: Let's work towards that so the first problem to solve is that we have no content for people we want most want yeah Mm -hmm. okay as far as sales goes biggest opportunity for growth the people who have said yes who have given you projects how do you see that that has worked? What do you think has happened so that they did say yes?
1: Uh, can you rephrase the question? Yes. <laughs> What's working? Um. Well, I mean, the the one job that I have for sure,
5: um, I basically just sent her an email because I'd worked with her before last year mm-hmm. and asked her what kind of art they were looking for for, you know, for the spring or the summer. And and we came up with
1: something together.
0: Yeah, anything else? Yeah.
1: Um, Uh,
5: with the other opportunity that I'm working on, um, it was your, you know, what's your opinion email
1: that you gave, you gave me, um, that's the one that worked for that. Okay.
0: Whatever, you know what I mean? Okay, so the first problem to solve here is that while it feels like right now, and this is just my first thought, and maybe there's a different first problem to solve, but it feels like you are sending out a lot of emails and it's not feeling like you want it to feel. Mm -hmm. But part of that is the volume is teaching you what is working. So the first problem to solve
1: as far as sales go, I would say in your content, let me think for a second.
0: Do you have an opinion on this?
5: On my first problem to solve?
0: (laughs) As far as sales go?
5: Finding the right companies, I guess. Um, I feel like maybe I'm not, either I'm not creating the art companies want, or I'm not finding the right companies for, for the art I'm creating.
0: Has anyone actually given you much to go off of as far as the opinion? Um not
5: no not really so I have I have asked and they've like mm-hmm. been like no we, we don't have the time we don't have the time to to go to go you know go through that with you
0: okay um what if
1: I'm gonna think on that one for a second give
0: me a little bit we're gonna we're gonna skip to All right, who did I say was gonna go? Daisy, we're gonna come back to the content thing. Mm -hmm. Some, and again, like the questions that I gave you, you gave us our our 90 second answers. Mm -hmm. Some of these questions I will like sit, and this may be a little extreme for some of you, but I'll sit in the bathtub for like an hour and like free write. And I find that that is time really well spent because I'll come up with something that I would not have come up with otherwise. And I'm like, that, that is a great idea. As opposed to, I'm just gonna like sit here and I need to be working. So I'm just gonna like start doing things. When you really give yourself Time to reflect on some of this stuff, you're not going to find every single key, every single answer immediately, but you're going to find ones that are going to like make things work better and then better and then better. So I am a big fan of a lot of reflection. In fact, if some of you are doing the four month rotation, some of you are not. Um, If you are, I have a whole month built in to make sure that you spend time reflecting. Because if you don't, you miss
1: the chance to up-level with every cycle.
0: So I'm just saying, more time on things that you think are a waste of time. (laughs) Less time doing. That mix that feminine and masculine energy together 50 50. And I know that that's not always possible, but as much as you can, strive for a good mix. Okay, Daisy. Does
1: anybody know what I mean when I say feminine and masculine energy? Anybody not know? It's okay if you don't.
0: I just want to make sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. Okay. would
5: you say say more so I mean I have my assumptions
0: yeah. yeah so it's not necessarily like women and men but feminine is more like the I'm going to go inward I'm going to use my intuition I'm going to think I'm going to care I'm going to be emotive like that type of side of things whereas the masculine is more like All right, I'm ready, I got a plan, let's go. Boom, 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 boom. I kind of think of feminine more as like a month because in a month we have this whole wave of different types of energies that we go through. With men, they go through all of that in a day. Women, it takes a whole month. So we do things differently then the status quo is meant for us to do and That's okay. It's just the world is just the way it is. But when you know that it's helpful to be able to work the way that works better for you. Okay, so Daisy, let's talk. Maybe I should have switched you guys because I feel like Daisy and I have done a lot of talking about relationships. But I didn't. So as far as getting seen mm-hmm. Daisy what do you feel like is your biggest opportunity for growth
4: I think the in person events where I'm representing myself
0: yeah I agree.
4: And I'm there talking and able to talk about my work yeah
0: what do you think is your biggest problem to solve in regards to getting seen at those festivals? I say festivals, but events would be a better one.
4: Um, The best festivals that are local to me, I've been rejected from. (laughs) So that would be my biggest problem, is getting accepted into like the Dogwood Festival specifically is the one I'm trying to get into because it's such a huge festival and It's, it's the biggest, most prestigious one in the Southeast, probably not just Georgia. Um, Do you
0: really like, I'm just side questioning you here. Do you really feel like the most prestigious festival is the one that's going to give you the most sales? Is that your experience in the past?
4: Not necessarily the most sales, but as far as visibility goes, Gotcha. Cause it's just so big. Everybody goes to
0: it. Part of this. I've, I've given you guys this example before, but I'm going to give it to you again. I get the majority of my website traffic from SEO and from Pinterest. I don't remember what the numbers are. I get pretty good traffic. and. Pinterest and SEO ratio wise, percentage of people who turn into buyers versus people who don't, it's very small on the buyer side. Now, people who find me through a class that I'll teach, that's gonna be a much smaller number, but the ratio of those people turning into buyers is way higher. In fact, several of you are here because I've taught a class in someone else's group. So bigger numbers is not always better. So I like to think that's why my first question was how do people who buy from me the quickest tend to find me? So if we're thinking about it that way, as opposed to just massive numbers of people, also way easy to get lost in massive numbers of people. And I'm not saying you should try to get into that festival. I'm just playing a little devil's advocate here, whether that is actually the first problem to solve. So if we're thinking in terms of how people buy from you the fastest, even though we're talking about visibility, when they find you, What do you feel like could be done better, might make it work better, might make it work faster, could streamline your process?
4: I guess, I guess opportunities where I have a chance to have a personal conversation and connect with that person, whether it's, cause I mean, I've had that connection through people who have found me on Instagram
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, and most recently through a gallery show that I did late last year. So I think it's just, I guess in-person events makes it easier to have that conversation. Of course. Yeah.
0: There's nothing wrong with the easier. Yeah. So what if we've worked on processes together for like how to talk to more people, how to like bring them into your orbit at these events. So maybe the first problem to solve is when people find you giving them an opportunity to have a conversation with you without it necessarily being an in-person event. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I I really am trying hard here not to give answers but I also wanna like coach you guys through how to think about it and you guys being my guinea pigs. That's how that's how that's landing. So what do you think about? So I've started doing something over the past couple of weeks where, and I'll be perfectly honest here, I'm having my assistant start the conversation. So if I see, some, like I gave her a list of criteria, if someone starts following me who fits X, Y, and Z, um, send them a message and just say something like, have a lot of free things, but they're kind of hard to find. And I love curating them for people. Do you have any interest in that? Just like starting a conversation, but half of them don't say anything back. Half of them say, sure, and then drop off. And some of them come back later. Like I'm just opening the door for them. So, what is some version of that for you? And then, of course, she starts the conversation, I finish it. But
4: yeah, I think a way to start a conversation, especially like uh, when people, like I never know. Okay, just to give an example, I had an in person event this past weekend at a wine bar. I had one of my largest pieces there because they had room for it, so I was super excited because this is the first time I've actually been able to show it, and I got a lot of fantastic feedback and a lot of good interest, and one lady in particular followed me on Instagram, messaged me, asked me about the price and where she could find the pricing, and you know, i I thanked her. I gave her a link to the website, let her know what the price was, let her know when I would be there if she wanted to come see it in person again or answer any questions and sent her a link and everything. And then, like, nothing. And, you know, on Instagram, you can see when people see your messages. Mm-hmm. So I know she saw it and I know she clicked on the link because I could see it on my website traffic. Um, but then it's like ghosting. So now I'm in this, like, do I just because I don't want to push right like because yeah. I don't want to feel salesy but I know she's interested in it but I don't know what it is like is it the price is it just like so beyond what she thought it might be or what she was interested in that it's like a waste of my time to and maybe she thinks it's a waste of my time to even like you know and I'm, I'm just like I don't even know like do I broach it again how do I do that I think that would that would that in particular, cause that happens a lot. So I guess that's why I'm thinking of this scenario in particular is like, I get ghosted a lot. Like I'll, I'll have interest. Uh, and then like, usually it's the price. Like once the price is out there, it's like, boom, they're gone. Have um, we not
0: gone through that process together? I don't, I don't, I feel like we have. Anyway, there's Remind me. There's a lesson in the curriculum that tells you okay. exactly what to do. But um, also side coaching. I can't help myself. In your past experience of people doing that to you, what
4: ends up happening eventually? I just stop. I just and then and then nothing. No. <laughs> I don't know.
3: (laughs) I feel like after several
4: months, they end up buying it. Well, yeah, that, I mean, like that commission that I I think I persisted. I persisted and I got that for sure, but I feel, I don't know.
0: You know how to do it. Stop telling yourself you don't. Okay. And we can talk about it more later. Okay. Tough love. First problem to (laughs) solve is more opportunities for conversation. We don't have to solve the problem right this second, but that is the biggest, the first problem to solve because we know that that's gonna lead to the nation, whatever. Um, my guess is that something like, oh, are you on Instagram? Here's my Instagram, let me put it in for you. I'm gonna say hi later after the show. That's my That's my intuition guess. Okay. Relationship nurturing biggest opportunity for growth is
4: the biggest opportunity for growth. Um, as it pertains to nurturing. I, I think if I just uh, nurture like these, like this example that we just talked about, it's someone who obviously likes my work and is interested in my work and I need to nurture that where it is and maybe find a way to figure out where she's at to see okay so maybe maybe my three thousand dollar you know giant painting is not something that can happen right now but maybe there's something of my work that is more that she loves just as much and is more approachable for her where she's at now yeah and if I nurture that I can figure that out
0: (laughs) for every this is for everyone when you get really stuck on one person doing one thing and that's outcome happening, basically you just end up stuck. But when you get to the point where you're thinking like what Daisy just said is, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna try to find another buyer for that. And I'm gonna continue short term, following up with her to make sure if that's what she is wanting, even if she's not responding, a lot of times it is that she has the correct opportunity. I've helped her, I've informed her, I've connected with her. And if not, then we just release that and turn it into, how can I create more of a connection with this person? Because if she doesn't buy that, she's definitely gonna buy something down the road unless you just drop her. And
3: mm-hmm. I think
0: this is probably your weakest point and not like in a bad way, but just like everybody has one of these is their weakest point. And we've talked about the nurturing over and over and over. And I want to find a way for it to stick for you. I think that that is your biggest opportunity for growth. You've talked about you follow up with people because you have your little phone list. Mm-hmm. And I think while that is great, if you are not following up with them on something that is a potential sale, I don't think you do anything else with them. Mm-hmm. Is that true?
3: Yeah, I would
4: say that's true.
0: Okay. So implementing connection, Let's we'll call it a connection process. First problem to solve, sometimes they are the same. What is my connection process? Yeah? Yeah. I can also help you with this. Pod officers, whatever you're in, I forget. Um, even though we talked about it before, sometimes it takes a, l- especially if it's the thing you're not the best at, sometimes it takes a while to stick. Just because you hear the answer doesn't mean it's absorbed. Okay, biggest opportunity for growth in sales, I would say would be short-term follow-up past the first time. And I just gave you the answer, sorry. Uh, Remind me to send you the video. First problem to solve. Is there a problem to solve with sales? Do you think there is? If you are following up, do you have another problem to solve? I don't think you do. But do you? Um, So we've talked about what sells the best. We've talked about Making some collections based around those for when you are trying to experiment outside the box. Mm-hmm. Are we missing anything? I can't think of anything. No? Okay. I can't think of anything either. All right. So, question Is everyone following me? Is this making sense? Do you feel like you can do this for yourself? Questions? And we're gonna we're gonna get more specific here in a minute. But what we're really just trying to do is look at all the
6: parts and pieces.
0: Natalie, did you have a question?
6: I do. I'm a little confused. Okay. About co- content versus versus relationship, because the things that I was putting in content actually are relationship, mm. and I. Actually, I don't see much of nurture and sales in content because they go from visibility to relationship. You know what I mean? I do. I do.
0: So let me try to translate. What you're saying is, like this bigger. Can you see this, or is it showing Natalie? Okay, so they find you in your content, and then, you, well, from your content, you bring them over to the relationship marketing side. And then you go this way, and you don't really do anything else with the content. What you're saying? That's not necessarily a bad thing, especially with um as you grow you need the content to work harder for you but if you are below that mm, 1500 2,000 2,500 a month average that's not exact but it a rule of thumb you need the relationship marketing side to work harder for you. Okay, because that is what helps inform what is going to work better in your content. Okay, but I don't want 100% of your time to be spent in that relationship side, because then you don't have the time and the capacity. So the content has to supplement in some way, whether it's through visibility, nurture, sale Okay. I see questions. I have to head out now. Do you follow somebody? I feel like I'm in the same boat as Daisy, me too. Try to remember to release that energy that feels stuck when I move the energy moves too. And I feel like it gives that person in the specific work room to move. I love that. I love how you said that. Love, you had a question. What was your question? Natalie, did I answer your question? Yeah, okay. I think my question was very similar to Natalie in that the content and relationship, it kind of goes hand in hand or it's very mm-hmm. similar. It's supposed to work together. Right. Um, I differentiate the two very specifically because most people lean very heavy on the content side. And they're not ready to do that yet Mm -hmm. because they don't know what people are resonating with they don't know how to connect how to nurture how to sell they're just putting out content and it's not working and they're getting frustrated so that is why I keep them very I try to keep them very separate but they work together right did that I don't know if I answered your question or not. So are they basically interchangeable? Okay, so I have your plan because we just did it yesterday. (laughs) So we talked about doing one in-person per month. That is a visibility activity. Mm -hmm. And As we talked about earlier, I'm considering that relationship marketing because that is where you get more chances to talk to people. We also talked about doing a newsletter a month and 10 posts per month because similar to what Stacey said earlier, I feel like you're not giving people enough opportunities to show interest. And so we need to put out a little more content. Got it. Okay. That is why we chose that. Um, and then we were going to work on improving our nurturing and our follow-up. Applying for in-person events. And we were going to work on talking about the meaning behind our artwork and who we are and what we value and all of that. because That's going to help inform your content. It's going to help inform why people connect to you. All of those things. So those are our core activities for the next month, two months, three months, not putting a time limit on it necessarily. We're just thinking, what do I need to work on? What's going to give me the most bang for my buck right this minute? So inside of that, we've got some content. We've got some relationship marketing. We've got one, two relationship marketing things, a content marketing Mm -hmm. thing, and then like a a thing that's going to improve all the things. I get I think so, yes and no. I think I just have to, I get the theory, I just need to really sit down and okay, this is what you mean and fill it, everything in. You don't even have to go fill everything in because we have already done it together. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is, it would be, it would still be helpful because learning how to do this for yourself, because this is a constant process of figuring out (laughs) what is my biggest opportunity for growth right now? Where is, where's my problem happening? So for myself, I have learned over time that people buy from me the fastest if they listen to my podcast. I've only had a podcast for six months. So I could have never come to that conclusion a year ago. So I'm trying things, but also knowing the reason why the podcast ended up happening is because when, like I said earlier, when I was talking in groups, those people were resonating with that. They were connecting with that and they were buying from me more quickly. So I learned if I can coach, if I can share, if I can talk, which honestly is against by very nature of 20 years ago but I've evolved over time um, if I can do those things people connect more quickly with me and then want to become customers so then I thought well how else can I do that oh there's a lot of artists listening to podcasts I keep hearing about this podcast and that podcast and that podcast and I'm podcasting while I'm making art blah 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 so I was like well I'll try the podcast. So there's some experimentation in here too, but I'm listening to the clues and finding, okay, I like doing this. This is actually easy for me to do. I like showing up in this way. People are resonating with it. How else can I do that? Makes sense. I like the example. Good, I'm glad because (laughs) I was just worried that I made it way more confusing. (laughs) Yeah, the example works for me. (laughs) Okay, good. Does anybody else have any questions at the moment before we keep going? I'm gonna try to wrap up in the next 15 minutes. I have two hours scheduled, but I feel like two hours is a long time for anyone to sit and listen. Okay, so I guess I'll keep going. Okay, so now what we're doing is choosing, even if we had filled out all this, let's say every single one of these had something inside of it. That's a lot of things to do on a, was called a monthly. That's a lot of things to do on a monthly basis, right? Try to do 12 different things, that's not gonna work. So we need at least one visibility, one nurture and one sales. Either biggest opportunity for growth or first problem to solve. I'm really big on listening to my intuition. So if I look at, let's see. Um, Like for example, daisies, these are kind of two different ones. So if I'm looking at these and going, should I work on in-person events or trying to find more opportunities for conversation? What do I think is going to give me the most bang for my buck? and listening to your gut or wherever you hear answers. Some people will hear answers like in their chest or their head or wherever. Where do you get your answers? Just know that. And then which one do I think is gonna serve me better? And you can look at all your visibility things at once. What's gonna serve me the most in all of this? So for my, If, I, if I'm going to give you a formula and I really don't want to because I want to give you room to decide for yourself. But if I were to have to give you a formula, I would say pick one from the content side and two from the relationship side. And make sure you get one from visibility, nurture,
1: and sales. So mine are hold on. I should have the memorized, I kind of do. So my visibility or my nurture thing
0: is for podcasts and newsletters. My visibility thing is volunteering to help other artist groups, whether that is guest podcasting, teaching a free class or writing a newsletter for someone else's list, because I know that when I'm with someone else's audience, it goes well for me. Even if it's not a big audience, it doesn't matter. Big audience, small audience, I don't give a crap. As far as sale, I have three daily money now actions down.
1: And then my art, quote
0: unquote, is my client calls, such as this one. So those are my four core activities. If I only do those four things, I will make progress. If I do nothing else. And that doesn't take that long. So if I do four podcasts and newsletters, I gave myself a little extra time here. And I said that that took me 12 hours a month. Maybe, probably less than that. Volunteering to help other artist groups. I could spend as much time or as little time on that as I want. If I do three daily money now actions, then that, let's give it a little bit of oomph there and say that's 30 minutes a day. So I'm not in a sales process right now. I'm not trying to like do a launch for my program or like this or that. So I'm just doing some daily money now actions to make sure that I'm still selling. And then I'm doing my art. I figured that out. Probably takes me about 70 hours a month. I work 25 hour weeks. That gives me 30 hours of nothing to
1: do. Which of course
0: I fill with things. But in theory, it gives me lots of spaciousness. So what are your core activities? I want you to pick things that are not necessarily going to take up all of the time that you have, because I have one more little piece at the end. But if you were to pick some things from your list, anybody wanna share? What would you pick for visibility, nurture and sales? And we can add art to that if you want, like what kind of art am I making? What am I spending my time on as far as art
1: goes? And if you don't know, does anybody need help?
4: Hey, Jessica, a quick question. Yes. Um, so I'm focusing on my ranching stories project um and that's what most my content and relationships and invitations are about right now but with this like your core activities should it just be all that or should it also be selling stuff I already have
0: I would say focus okay This is also a little bit, I try to leave this a little bit open-ended. I want to give you enough guidelines so you can figure out what to do. But I also want to look at your person, like what's your personality? I think you're more like me where if I have a focus, I'm going to do better Mm -hmm. than if I'm trying to split that focus. Right. Yeah, I definitely Um, am. (laughs) So your selling is essentially telling people what you're doing. Okay and if they show interest, having a sales conversation with them about right. this project. Okay,
1: okay. thank nice you. Time. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Anybody else? Can I do a quick, are you guys confused? Raise your hand if you're confused. Jen is confused, Olivia is confused. Is anyone else confused?
4: Okay. I don't think I'm so much as confused as I guess need time to really brainstorm this.
0: Time to digest, okay. Yeah. It is a thing that takes time to digest. I wish this was a quick and dirty, but because there is so much personal reflection in here, it just isn't. But I will tell you, once you take the time to do the reflection, and you decide what are my things that I'm going to spend my time on. It's like such a weight off. I keep like, I've been doing this for about a month, month and a half, two months. i do not exactly, I don't know, time. Um, But I keep having all these things come in, like learn the funnel. And I'm like, ooh, that would be good. I should do that. No, nope. I know what my core activities are. Ooh, I want to learn more about reels. I want to do more reels. No, nope, not, not my lane right now. I can stay in my lane and not feel guilty about it because I took the time to very purposefully decide what is going to move the needle for me the most. And that is where I will focus until I decide that is not my focus anymore. I need to do something else. That might be one month. That might be three months. That might be a year. Okay. Jen, you were going to ask a question and Olivia, you were confused Oh or yeah. something like that.
5: Um, so would like, would a visibility action for your content be like, um, creating pins that go on Pinterest? Sure. Okay. I think that's where I'm like stuck. Like, I'm not sure exactly what an action step is.
0: Um, so if you go into in teachable, there is a a little, it's called a course that says month focus visibility. There's a whole list of visibility actions and there's some content actions on there. Okay. But if pins are the thing that you feel like, I think that that would be really good for me and you want to try them and you have a reason why you want to try them, go for it. Which then gives you that container. Okay, here's how I'm gonna help more people find me. I'm gonna spend my time, my visibility time, which whatever I designate that is. I'm gonna spend my time on that so that I have something supplementing me outreaching. And I think that that could be a good one for you.
1: Olivia, did you have something? You're muted, by the way. It's OK. Um, still
0: muted. There you go. Yeah. Um. So I feel like I'm showing up in each category you're doing what in um, each category i feel like okay. i'm showing up in each um i don't know i don't know where i am you feel you feel frazzled give me don't well, um when he when he settles down and not because i mind it but because i think it would make you feel better um then ask me okay So obviously I am not gonna hit that 11.30 mark. So apologies. I tried guys, I tried. Okay, so now you've looked at, and in theory, you've had enough time to digest and you've decided four-ish, maybe five. But like, remember, we're trying to keep our core activities to less time than we have. Because we also want to have room for projects. When I say projects, what I mean is what is aligned with my core activities that I want to spend time on. So, using myself as an example again, the uh, my visibility thing is reaching out to other artists, groups, people who are running them, etc., and saying, hey, just so you know, I love to do these things. If you ever want any help with that, I'm your girl. So I could, as a project, I could create a process for that. I could make a list of classes that I could teach and outlines for them. I could uh, maybe create an email sequence for once they decide they want one, like here's what to expect. I could create a calendar where they could go in and schedule whatever time slot they want for me to help them with that. So there's lots of little projects that I could do around that core activity To supplement to make it work better, take less of my time. Um, As far as nurturing, I said that I'm going to do four podcasts and four newsletters. So I don't know what I feel like doing with podcasts. Maybe nothing. Maybe I feel like doing nothing. That's probably not the case. I'm probably slash already have made a podcast landing page. Um. I decided to make, ooh, I would make a new little section in my newsletter for people who want more and I'll call it the overachiever section and I'll make a little graphic for it. And then I'll put all the links of things that people could do if they want more from me. Like, that sounds fun. Or like the things that, all these little things that end up eating up your time as you have ideas, when you have core activities, you start to have a filter for those ideas. Is this one gonna serve me right now? Does it match any of these things that are helping me move forward the fastest? No, okay, I'm gonna put that over here and maybe I'll come back to it later and maybe I won't. That's where it starts to feel fun and flowy and inspired for me is if I have that room to take ideas and use them and know that they're going to serve me as opposed to just, I have an idea Do I feel like doing it today? Yes, I'm going to do it, but then I'm not going to get this done. I'm not going to get that done. And then I just start feeling like brain explosion time. So honestly, that's my favorite part of this whole thing is having a lens for all of the projects that I want to do and giving myself permission to do them because they are going to help me because we know it's going to help because we just named it. I feel like that's where the the artist in me,
1: if this makes it thrive.
0: If I just filled up my time with things I thought I was supposed to do, like, I really think I should do more social media. But I know that that's not, I, I know that that is just ingrained in my head. And I also know that's not the thing that makes people necessarily I think at some point it would be if I put more time and energy into it but it would take more time and energy to do that than it would to do four newsletters and four podcasts so I'm choosing to let this one slide and not put a whole half two around it so that I can do this one really well and then if I have extra time I can do one here and there as I feel like it
1: Thoughts, questions. That actually didn't take that long.
2: I have a little question. Yeah. Um, from my past um success activities that have led me to sales in the past couple of years. Um they have worked, um, but some of them start because I don't do Instagram on the phone. I just do it on The computer means that I have, I just spent way less time on posting and I do respond to all the comments. Yeah. Um, And I do still reach out to different accounts through that, but I just don't share reels or stories or anymore, right? (laughs) So I can't, I can't tag people, but I can't share like restaurants that I go to or the artists that I interact with or the, um, or the businesses that I interact with in personal, on uh, a, a personal level, I can't really put them on my stories because I don't do it, it's my personal choice to just to yeah. keep my head, mental health. So what I'm, what I wanna achieve this year is to really expand my um, um, area because I've, I know noticed, uh, what I've noticed is that um, a lot of my audiences are in, a lot, of, a lot of people who buy art here are in the city and there are tons of people and then there are tons of art in Vancouver. And then, and then what I had been what I was doing before would probably work in this area. Mm-hmm. but I, I want to move out. I, <laughs> I want to reach out to, to different areas of, of in Canada or in the States or even even in Europe. And I know my art work, will do pretty well in Australia, for example. I just, that type of work that I paint. And then I've seen lots of accounts, uh, artists that have like the same taste, the same um, type of art that I do in Australia. They do like sell out and stuff like that. So I want to reach out, but how how can I use my past experience that worked before? But... So
0: what did you say is your content? method that works best for you?
2: Um, DM, direct mail, direct email, direct mail, uh, but that's on social media, right?
0: So direct I mail works best for you, but you're not
2: going, you don't want to use that anymore. I can use com- direct, I can direct message them on my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't really share any of what they're doing on my account. I can't make stories. I can't make um, uh, yeah, I can't make stories. So there is that less of that interactions that they ask that they might ask me to do because still Are you doing about, newsletters? I do, but I have a very small number. So I don't people people do open. Uh, maybe more than 50%, maybe 60, 70 percent people do open, but I have a very small number. So and I don't so write one
0: of your things that you did was more newsletters because you can do that on the computer. And at the bottom, you feature yeah. someone, mm-hmm. some business every month and say why you're featuring them. And then you forward it to them and say, hey, I just wanted you to know that I think you're really great. And here's why. And I shared you with my newsletter list. Oh,
2: I never thought of that. That's a good idea. <laughs> you do whatever you want i never thought of that sharing somehow sharing these days is all is always on instagram instagram right so well, it's like the oh, default
0: hey. answer but it doesn't have to be
2: no i Where know are you
0: doing it and how can yeah.
2: you yeah if that
0: is something that worked for you in the past I know it was. right how can yeah. you do it in your own way if that is a boundary that you have set for yourself
2: right right
0: okay creative right. problem will. solving
2: yeah i would do that um I know it's over time and that's a um,
0: that's a great conversation opener too
2: true yeah Mindy I mean, I have one more question How, so if you do four core activities do you that's your experience like, like your daily um as you're constructing your days and then weeks mm-hmm. and I think we've talked about this years ago but like do you set like This is the day I do this activity. This is the day. What worked best for you in the past? I
0: change all the time. Okay. But what I am currently Mm. doing that's working well for me is I am trying. Mm -hmm. um, And this isn't 100%. It's not working 100% this way, but like as a guideline, what I'm trying to do is first week and third week of the month is like really client focused calls, workshops, one-on-ones, like all of those kinds of things I'm trying to do mostly first Mm. and third weeks. For you, that would be, I'm blocking off two weeks to make art and then two weeks to do other things. And again, like, does that work perfectly? No, but Mm. guidelines. And then for my second and fourth week, I am using that for projects and core activities.
2: Right.
0: That's something new that I'm trying along with this whole process. I've really Mm -hmm. liked it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's also what I in the curriculum, I changed it to tools. So instead of saying, here's how you need to structure your time with flexible time blocking, here's how you need to structure your time using four activities a day. Like those are tools that you can use, those are both in there. Yeah. Um, but they're not ways that you have to do it. Right. So I wanna give you options that work best for you.
2: Yeah, just need to find that sweet balance. Yeah. All
0: right, and it's, thank it's you. Honestly, I don't think it's ever like a thing that's done. Like you don't figure um, out the magic formula that's always gonna work for you. You figure out right. the one that's gonna work for you right now and then you find it's stopping working for you. So you yeah. try something different. And yeah. that's why I like to have a couple of different tools that I rotate between mm-hmm. meaning the, the four things and the time blocking. I go back and forth between those mostly. Right. So when right. I just described the two weeks, that's the time blocking. Mm.
2: Perfect. But
0: I'm also, actually, I'm kind of using both at the same time.
2: Yeah.
0: I've got my four things written down every day too, so.
2: Right. Well, that keeps you motivated to do, right? right now yeah Yeah. i just
0: think okay what what are the main like what's my main goal today and then i make my activities based on that
2: right sounds
0: good okay maybe what were you gonna say earlier
2: um
6: i was gonna say hey to amiko it's good to see you And I I was going to mention that I knew it's I'm not sure if you um, would be interested. It sounds like you're making a personal choice not to post stories from your computer. But um, I know a workaround um, through the preferences that makes it where you can post stories and um, that kind of stuff from your computer. So if you're interested, I'll send you that information. Yes, please. I had no idea. I didn't think
2: that was that wasn't allowed on PC.
6: That's why well, you you have to go in and go into the developer side and then just make a click. It's just a couple clicks and then your computer will read the app as a phone would read the app instead of instead of as you're from your computer. So I'll send you, I'll send every I'll put put it in Slack for all of the for everyone to oh, look at. Thank yeah, you. And you can also
0: look up a Facebook Business Suite, you can post stories through there too. Okay. Well, all right. So any I, I want to make sure that i'm leaving you guys with a sense of I know how to move forward. If we are not there. raise your hand. it's okay if you're not Jen. anybody else Alexi uh, and Olivia kind of uh, we got a lot of kind of <laughs> I'm gonna ask this question and you may not know the answer. Do you know what you need in order to have more clarity to move forward?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. No. It's kind of just to do the work and find out if you know what you're doing or not.
1: Is that the case? Yeah,
6: I think it's helpful to how you've gone through it with Daisy and with that. And so we can see how it works, but like she said, or somebody mentioned to be able to process it and my, how it will apply to me will take a little time. And then I imagine I'll have like more questions and then things will pop up and I'll be like, Oh, wait, of course. (laughs) So yeah, that's how it works. But
0: okay. okay, Different next, Different question. Do you know what to do next? Do you know your next step? Is anyone not clear on that? Because I can't predict if the next step is going to give you the clarity you need or not, but do you know what the next step is?
1: Yes. Yes. Jen? Don't know. Agnes? You do know? Okay.
5: I have an idea of what my next step might be, but I'm not sure if it's like the
0: right step. (laughs) Like I said at the beginning of this call, depending on where you are at in your business, you may be like, I have 75% certainty. This is my next step. Or you may be like, I'm going to take all the clues and I'm going to throw a dart and I'm going to hope, actually, let me, let me take that back. It's not, I'm going to hope it's going to work. What it is, is I'm going to give it my energy and attention. And I'm going to figure out all the best ways that I can to make it work. And then maybe I decide I don't really like doing that. And so I'm gonna take that piece. We don't have to throw the whole plan out the window, but I'm gonna take that piece and I'm gonna pivot it a little bit to something else with all the same clues and characteristics, but I just don't like doing this one. So I'm gonna try this one. And at that point you can make a decision. Do I want to move forward with it? Do I not? Anything you do here here's here's a little ray of sunshine for you anything you do works. Some of them work better than others, some of them work faster than others, some of them you resonate with better than others, some of them fit your strengths better than others, the more and you're only going to find that by moving forward. You get more clear on your strengths the longer you do this, you get more clear on what you like what you don't like what people resonate with you, but you don't get any of those answers unless you take step one. Does that make you feel
1: better? Okay.
0: So I'll ask again, does anyone not know what their next step is?
1: I'm not going to judge if you don't. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So everyone's clear
0: what to do next? If I were giving homework, I would say go back and do the reflection questions again. Now that you know where you're going, it might be a little bit easier to dive deep into the question. Couldn't get there until I, you at least touched on those, but I think that you'll get a lot more clarity if you spend some time. Um, Are they in the document? They are, and I okay. did not give out the document, so I will have to post that in Slack, but here we go. Share with everyone.
1: Copy link.
0: All right, there's that. Um, and don't worry too much about the projects right now. What we're really looking for are, what are my core activities? Because the projects will like they'll just start like flying in after you know what those are. And you don't even have to know what the projects are. Like, who cares? Just do your core activities and then things will come to you or they won't and you'll have extra time or you'll fill it with aligned projects. And that's okay too. I have no problem with giving you time off. Okay. We feel good?
1: Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure
0: before. I'd sign off I know I've asked eight times. Go back. If I, if I were saying what to do, I would take 25 minutes for almost all of the questions. 25 minutes is a good amount of time or one page. One page would also work, which for me is about 25 minutes, okay?
1: And then if you have questions, okay. okay. Talk to you soon.